Hello, and welcome to Food Allergy Freedom with Chelsea Winterholler, a podcast to help moms who have children with food allergies find emotional freedom. This is episode 13, How to Combat Loneliness. Hello, hello. Good morning. It is so good to be here today. I do have to apologize because I have a bit of a cold. It has been sticking around for about a week now, so I figure I just have to get back to work. All right, I want to tell you guys a story. And this is a story about a friend of mine, Anna. She is a marathon runner, and she hopes to do the Ironman someday soon, which is really exciting. I think um, part of what draws me to Anna is that she does something that I will not ever do. Run. (laughs) I have some chronic pain in my back that keeps me from running, and boy, oh boy, I would just love to feel the wind in my hair and run for three hours straight. So I'm a little jealous that she has the opportunity to do this. Um, But she trains alone most of the time. She runs alone most often. She just recently trained for her 18th marathon. It was the Big Bear Marathon, and she ran it last week. And in her daily training, she was required to be mentally tough and to push herself to the max over and over. And over months of preparation, she knew that her goal time was going to be an eight-minute mile. So she got to the marathon where she was meeting a few friends, and they started out of the gate faster than Anna had planned. Now, if you are a marathoner, which I am not, but you would know that your pace is your lifeline. So talking to her, she was really worried that her friends were running at a quicker pace than she had originally planned. So in that moment, Anna had a decision. She could run alone for the duration of the 26.2 miles at the pace that she had planned Or she could pick up her pace just a little bit and run with her friends. She chose to pick up her pace and stick with her friends. After the race, Anna shared with me that sometimes when she runs alone, she gives into pity parties. She tells herself that her body hurts. Whereas when she was running with someone the pain subsided a little bit when they were talking and chatting. Now, they didn't talk for the entire 26 miles, but just being near her friends propelled her entire mind and body into a different place. How can that be? How can being in the presence of others help us do such amazing things? Anna ended up running a 7.44 minute per mile average, which means that she finished her marathon eight minutes faster than she would have had she stuck to her original paced plan. Anna ran harder and stronger when she had someone with her. The togetherness literally pushed her to a greater achievement. Do you think that that is true for all of us? 
that togetherness has the potential to push us to greater achievements. I mean, really, just give me a minute here. I want you to imagine yourself in a world completely alone. What would you do all day? Would you go crazy? Do you remember that movie Castaway? I literally thought it was the worst movie on the entire planet. I could not believe that we stared at a screen of someone all alone for two hours and 23 minutes. That is a really long time. I think part of the reason why I hated that movie so much is because it is literally my biggest nightmare to be lonely. But it turns out I am wired just right. In this area, some other areas, I'm my wires are all crisscrossed. <laughs> but I was listening to a podcast called The Hidden Brain, Relationships 2.0. And the episode was titled An Antidote to Loneliness. And it had the general surgeon of the United States, Dr. Vivek Murthy, on. And he shared some outstanding statistics with me. He reported that there was a survey by the Kaiser Foundation stating that 22% of adults struggle with chronic loneliness. That is more than people who smoke or have diabetes in our country. And that is just chronic loneliness. What about all of our normal day-to-day friends? When is the last time that you personally felt loneliness? I would venture to say that it is in the past 24 hours. Really? Think about a time that you just want to talk to someone about maybe what you ate for lunch or a time that you wished you were shopping with someone, watching TV with someone, time that you wanted to talk to someone about a book you are reading. Maybe you've been sitting in the hospital while loved one has surgery. What about standing in a room of people who are all looking at their phones? That can feel lonely. So my question that I want to pose to you today is, what causes that feeling of loneliness? I feel loneliness a lot. This is truly an important question. What causes a feeling? I believe that a thought does. Thoughts cause us to feel alone. So you might think, I wish I was sharing this warm cookie with someone. You feel lonely. Or if only I was hitting the sales with my best friend. You feel lonely. I don't want to laugh all alone at this sitcom I'm watching. Lonely. No one knows how I feel right now. That thought makes you feel lonely. What about when you think, I'm the only one who has been through this. You feel alone. Or, I have to go through this all on my own. I can't tell anyone. Lonely. Now, why is feeling lonely so bad anyway? 
when we feel lonely, we retreat back into ourselves. Dr. Murthy says that the biology of loneliness makes us turn inside ourselves. And when we are feeling lonely, we are thinking that we aren't likable. I have news for you. You are. You are much more than likable. You are lovable. Let's just explore that a little bit. Think of the last time that you felt lonely. Okay, so when I am sitting in the hospital while my loved one is in a surgery and I am thinking, no one knows how I feel right now. That makes me feel completely alone. And when I feel alone because I'm thinking no one knows how I feel right now, what do I do? I withdraw. I hide in the corner of the waiting room. I dive into my phone, scrolling social media, which hits at our self-esteem in a way that increases loneliness immensely. I might eat constantly or not eat anything at all, both unhealthy ways of coping with the feeling of loneliness. Do you want to know the craziest thing? When I feel lonely, I personally push other people away from me. I am more short with others. Even when I am on the phone, I seem to be shorter. I am more impatient with people around me and more impatient with my children. I act in a way that literally facilitates the loneliness to increase. Is that true for you too? When you feel lonely, how do you act? So, how do we combat loneliness? I would personally say that we do that through our thoughts. And guess what? Dr. Murphy agreed. He said that connection to self is the foundation that we need to connect to other people. When we are connected to ourselves, we understand that we have self-worth, that we have value to bring to the world. Connection to yourself. Guys, this is wonderful news. I know how to connect with myself. I know that I do that through examining my thoughts. I do that through Sometimes being alone. Stick with me here, okay? I connect with myself through thought work every day. I connect with myself through exercise and pushing myself when I'm all alone working out. I connect with myself through yoga. I connect with myself through journaling and reading books that speak to my soul. Those times I am in solitude, but solitude is different than loneliness. Having time to yourself and doing what you need to do in order to become the person you want to be is key. Reflecting on your morals, your desires, your goals is reflecting in solitude. Being alone with your thoughts and using that time to be mindful of peace and calm that you desire in your life is solitude. That is different 
than the complete emotional feeling of loneliness. Connecting with ourselves helps us connect with others. Mindfulness, thought work, and mental practice is solitude. Those things help us connect with ourselves, which in turn help us connect with others. And that combats loneliness. Now, what about outward connection? So often we're waiting for someone to reach out to us. Those have been some of the loneliest times in my life when I am sitting around just waiting for someone to invite me to go to lunch or me to go to a movie. It doesn't work. Waiting for other people to do something that we want them to do never works. We end up thinking, no one even cares about me. I'm all alone in this. And how does that make us feel lonely? Our focus shifts when we are lonely more towards ourselves and away from other people. This makes it so hard to form relationships. We just moved. My family just moved. And I made a huge goal not to sit back and wait for people to come to me. I have been reaching out to people around me and it has made a world of difference for us. So how do we build community and connection in our lives? We reach out, we take the steps forward, we take action, we serve. Service is literally the antidote to loneliness. It's not just me or Dr. Murthy that believe that. Hundreds of thousands of studies have been done to say that service is the antidote to loneliness. So take some action and serve someone, anyone. And what propels us to action, my friends? A feeling. A feeling causes us to act. And what causes your feelings? Your thoughts. So what would I need to be thinking in order to take the action necessary to reach out to someone else? Maybe I would be thinking, I can't wait to learn about what is going on in that person's life. Or... I want to connect with someone or I'm becoming a person who reaches out to others. This doesn't have to be hard. Service in general doesn't have to be hard. It can be a text, a cupcake, a phone call, or a warm meal. It can even be a smile or a friendly chat with the checker at Trader Joe's. They are always the nicest checkers, aren't they? They talk to me forever and I love it. If I'm ever feeling lonely, I know that is a great place to go to help me change my thoughts around. Do you think that maybe, just maybe, next time you are feeling lonely, you can take a minute to figure out what you might be thinking that is causing you to feel that way? And then 
propel yourself into action by thinking service is the antidote to loneliness. Togetherness literally has the potential to push us to greater achievements. Look at Anna. It propelled her to a eight-minute faster marathon. To combat loneliness is simple. Connect with yourself and serve others. If you are learning from and enjoying this podcast, give me a shout out on your podcast app or recommend this to a friend. Find me on Instagram at winnerhollercoaching. Thanks for joining me today. See you next week, Allergy Moms.